Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 139, Jawbreaker. The sweetest candies are sour as this podcast. We are, we are pretty Ooh. sour. We're pretty, pretty I love candy sour candy. candy. But we're pretty sour in that, you know. We are. Well, yeah, I am like lemonade. I... I am very sour, but there's also a little sweetness yeah, there. I think you're more Not like pink little, lemonade, you know? where you're mostly tart. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, but but yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. Pink lemonade, fine. What am I? You uh, like any likes. beverage? Oh. I was like, no, I was gonna give you a beverage, okay. like maybe, hmm, like. Like Mr. Pibb. What? So I'm off market Dr. Pepper <laughs> that we can't get yeah. to this podcast? Wow. Yes. Cruel. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, <laughs> you know what? I could make the argument that Mr. Pibb, you know, he's he's a good guy. He's not like so high and mighty like those doctors. I was going to say he's not a doctor, though. Hello. If you're going to be anyone, I'd rather be a doctor. Still not sponsored. Okay, whatever. It wasn't supposed <laughs> to be an insult, but take it however you want. That's it is refreshing. <laughs> Hi, Carnage. Hey, Chaos. How's it going? I am fine and dandy like sour candy. How that are you? That is the third episode in the road that you've said that, actually. Do you know that? You know what? It's my favorite thing to say. I was going to say Dust Ducky <laughs> again, and then I realized we've said the same thing the last three podcasts in a row, so... I'm not going to say that. Well, this time it was actually relevant, yeah. though, because we were just talking about sour yes. candy. Very true. Very true. I'm I'm as wonderful as a rose in summertime. There we go. That's something different, right? Just fucking go with it, so, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have roses in front of me, so that's something. Follow you know. your dreams. Oh, why do you have roses in front of you? Oh, because Mama Carnage bought a dying rose bush for $7. And she got it to bloom, and it blooms yellow roses, and it's beautiful. So she cuts me off roses. So now I've got my oh, favorite nice. flowers anytime I want. Yay. Oh, rose is your favorite flower. Yellow roses. Yep. Yellow roses specifically. specifically. I did not know that. Okay. Specifically. <laughs> my favorite flower is the hibiscus. I love hibiscuses. Yeah. They're pretty. They are so I'm sure gorgeous. They smell wonderful. I just think. Yes. I love them. Gotta go to Hawaii, man. They're all over the place. I know. I'm like, I want to live somewhere where I can grow a hibiscus. I'll go to Hawaii with you. I'll move there. Let's go. <laughs> they sell insurance down there. No, I don't. I actually don't want to move to oh, Hawaii. Fuck you, dude. You know, <laughs> every time I try to make plans for us, you don't want to go, you know? I just don't think Hawaii needs any, you know, two more like white ladies going down there and you know, But I'm not all white. Like they own the place. So and we can open a weed <laughs> shop for you and I could sell insurance. It'll be perfect. Okay. No, I'm like you're talking me into this. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, I just wanna say that we are the mostly podcast at night. Mostly. And if you are new to this show, we are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter their way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the movies and sometimes they're revenge picks. 
because sometimes or quite often we do not see eye to eye on movies like I have a feeling this week (laughs) yes um (laughs) and you should be warned that although this movie is quite old spoilers are ahead so if you care about that go watch it um it's on shutter which we'll talk about in Uh a minute and uh otherwise expletives are ahead that's about all you need to know i think and so let's get going well this week was jawbreaker it was done in 1999 it was rated r and an hour and 27 minutes long and it got a 5.7 on the imdb scale what about the tomato meter (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad that you asked because the tomato meter, unfortunately, is a green splotch at an 11% for critics. Critics consensus this throwaway comedy falls victim to its hip sensibilities. Audience score um, higher at 55%. Wow. Cool. Well, let's talk about why this is a carnage pick. And we were going to debate this because I had to pick a movie and I love Jawbreaker and it just started streaming on Shudder. And I said, I want to do Jawbreaker. And you said, I don't want to be a dick, but it's not really a horror movie. But it's on Shudder. And Shudder is the place for horror. True. They label this a thriller, actually. So it is labeled as a thriller on IMDb. Oh, that's how you scooted it by me. (laughs) Yes. Uh, like you complain about this one. You love this movie. or No, I like, like this, this movie. movie. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, di- I actually disagree with the critics on this one. Yeah, I like this movie. I think we'll somewhat agree on this movie. Maybe not all the way, but I think somewhat will agree. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna disagree. I just know on one certain yes. thing I'm certain of. Oh, I'm sure. At least, at least one, if not more. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we do cast? Yeah, let's do the cast. (laughs) Okay, so Courtney Shane was played by Rose McGowan. Uh, She's known from Scream, Death Proof, Planet Terror, and Charmed. Among many others. A lot of the, this is a really good cast, I will say that up front. So, yeah, (laughs) keep going. Julie was played by Rebecca Gayhart. Known for Scream 2, Urban Legends, Dead Like Me, and Wasteland. Nice. Marcy, aka Foxy, is Julie Ben. She's known for Dexter, Defiance, and Hawaii Five O. Yeah, I was excited. I was like, I know that she's from Dexter. Okay. Uh, Fern, aka Violet, was played by Judy I Greer. Love Judy Greer. Oh God, she's known for Thirteen Going on Thirty, Arrested Development, Twenty Seven Dresses, and two movies I'm really excited about. Halloween Kills, which is coming out in uh, 2021 with Jamie Lee Curtis, and Halloween Ends, which comes out in 2022, also with Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm super excited. How? Why? Why? Why are you excited? How about love that? Halloween. We... Isn't Mike Myers like your boo or something? I mean, how are you not excited about this? Because it's like it should have ended by no! now. It should It'll never end. It'll never end. No. I'm excited. Shut up. You're a horror fan. You should Michael be excited about it. to retire. No. Be excited. As long as Jamie Lee Curtis is alive, there will still be Halloween movies. Yes. No. Yes. It's coming. Ugh. 
I mean, I'll go see you it. You better go but... see it because I'll make you. I will kidnap you. I will put you in that 1978 frame. I'm just surprised and... because I still constantly watch all the Halloween movies and you're all like, uh, yeah, no, after Halloween of Palooza, I hate No, them. I was burned so... out for a little bit, but I back to watching them. I still won't watch. Oh, you are? Yeah, I still won't watch Season of the Witch. I oh one. yeah no fuck but i will movie. watch the others so <laughs> I've been back to watch unpopular opinion neither of us know, like I it know. that's okay <laughs> um okay anyway <laughs> oh no i want to talk about zach. halloween okay zach is played by chad chris christ yeah, i guess chris. i don't know he's not done much ricky <laughs> okay. six and gattaca okay charlotte ayana wait what Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, that's Elizabeth Purr. Liz Purr. <laughs> Liz Purr was played by Charlotte Ayana. Uh, she's from Carrie to the Rage, Training Day, and Kate and Leopold. Who was she in Carrie to the Rage? Uh, she was the bitchy Tracy, the one that, um, like, the, one of the last ones to die because she tricked Rachel into pretending that she was her friend and that she should go to this party. And then oh, okay. her boyfriend and be like, I can't decide what to wear. And they got the party. Yeah. Yes, her. Yeah. Okay. Looks totally different because she's got like black hair in that movie. So Yeah. I didn't recognize her at all. Okay. Miss Sherwood was Carol Kane. Uh, known from When a Stranger Calls, Princess Bride, Amos Family, and also in Carrie to the Rage. And 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 Scrooge. And Scrooge. Oh my god, I love her in Scrooge. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Oh, such a good cast this time. Okay. Oh. All right. Uh, Detective Vera Cruz was Pam Greer. Known for Jackie Brown, The L Word, and Links. <laughs> yeah, Pam Greer. Woo! I was so excited to see her. Uh, we've got retro mentions this time. Um, you want to take those or oh, do you I want me to take yeah, them? Uh, so the retro honorable mentions, uh, we've got Jeff Conway from Grease and Taxi, PJ Souls as Mrs. Purr from the original Carrie, and Mr. Purr was and... from the original Carrie. Sorry, and Halloween. I know, but I was just saying, I thought it was great that they were both from okay. She's also from Halloween. Oh, okay. Yes. So They're both from the original Carrie. Yes, yeah, well, he played Tommy. Oh, okay. He's old now. Tommy. He's old now. Tommy. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. So that's the the retro honorable mentions. Um, We have some TV mentions. Uh, So Lisa, there are two cheerleaders. Lisa Robin Kelly from that 70s show plays a cheerleader. And Tatiana Ali from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air plays a cheerleader, too. And then we have musical honorable mentions. We got Marilyn Manson as the stranger and the Donnas as herself. Stop. Stop. We love Marilyn Manson. No, we fucking don't. He's fucking canceled as far as I'm concerned. Boy abuses his girlfriends. He can go fuck himself. Do you want a small little summary? Uh, Yes, I would love one of Carnage's famous five second summaries. Take one part retro mean girls, three parts innuendo, two parts kink, one part Pam Greer's badass self, and things go awry. Oh my god. What? You don't like that? <laughs> that is an excellent oh, one. I love okay, it. Yeah, Jimmy, don't you? Worked really hard on that one. Thank you. Oh, did you? No, not really. I love it. No, I do. It's good. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. I love this movie. All right. Let's, you want to yeah, start? Yeah, I can start. So you got, and it really is, I mean, a lot of people, I was reading more about this after the fact, because I don't usually read about my movies, but they do compare a lot of this one to the 2000 whatever Mean Girls, although this one's a little bit darker, I would say. But you've got um, uh, yeah. the four It Girls. You've got Courtney, Foxy, uh, Julie, and Liz. And they do something that none of my friends ever did, which is kidnap me on my birthday. I'm kind of yeah. disappointed now, you know. Chaos has never dis- kidnapped me on my birthday. Why didn't you ever kidnap me on my birthday? Uh, Why didn't you ever try to kill me on I my didn't... birthday? Well, I mean, if that's something you would be interested in, I could make that happen no, for you. I it's just okay. It's too late now. I'm too old for that. But no, I I don't think I don't know if that was ever a thing in high school. But yeah, I don't know anyone that ever kidnapped their girlfriends for their birthday i'd actually i think i've heard of that but it was probably in a different movie like i don't think i've ever heard of that actually happening like yeah well of any to anyone i knew courtney goes too far and shoves a huge ass straw breaker in liz's mouth which she then chokes and dies on yeah nice so they julie's of course destroyed by this liz was her best friend um and Courtney's all about, no, we can't tell the police. We'll all get in trouble. Um, we won't get prom queen. <laughs> you know, the important things in life. Um, so they right. <laughs> so they pretend to stage it as Liz was choked accidentally oh my God. while having sex, kinky sex. With a stranger. With a stranger. Because, like, <laughs> oh my God, it's terrible. Well, this is the... Courtney is... So heinous. Oh, I love Courtney. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I mean Courtney even and well I'm gonna skip ahead because I mean they they jump around in the movie. It's very jump Can I say yeah, what love the soundtrack? Oh yes, very good soundtrack. Very yes. good soundtrack. But nobody dressed like that in my nineties high school. No, nobody had the money to like, dress like that. Dress. <laughs> you t shirts. I don't I don't remember anyone ever dressing like that ever. Yeah, no. I don't know. Like every '90s movie, the high schoolers dressed like that, though, and it was like it yeah, better no, than I most law firms I've been to. I mean, come on. <laughs> maybe, maybe because we didn't go to Beverly Hills High School or Calabasas High School. Maybe that's why. Maybe they do dress like. Let us know, guys, if you're from LA and you went to high school, like in the Richie Rich part of town. Let us know if they dress like that because I'm really curious, actually. Yeah, or if you just went to a Richie Rich school, how did they dress? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> T-shirts and jeans were the way to be. Did they dress like lawyers? <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Miniature business women? I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I am a lawyer. Um, Yeah, so I'm just going to skip ahead that Courtney actually, ew, she puts Liz's body under the, like, they rape her underwear. Uh, rape her underwear. Wow. Wow. Context clues. They rip her underwear (laughs) and like mess up the bed and everything. And later, Courtney actually gets Marilyn Manson. She picks him up at a bar. After putting Liz's body under the bed, she has sex with him. So his semen is on the bed. Little does Courtney know, though, that Liz was a virgin. (laughs) That's going to blow back in her face. Anyway, um, they call in Liz sick to school. And they go back after school to try to put things crazy. They leave her in the trunk and oh they God, go to yes, school. So great. Cause that smell wouldn't be horrible or anything. 
No, not at all. And I just love our first appearance of Fern because I'm just like, oh my God, Judy Greer. <laughs> like she's so cute with her like bulging eyeballs and her terrible bangs. I love her. Oh my gosh. I just love her. Um and and dear Lord, Courtney in her in her corset. Oh God. <laughs> I love Carol Kane. This is not a brothel, it's yeah. a high school. Oh, that you fixed that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh carol kane at this i mean she's great everything she oh does, my but... god oh she is she is so good <laughs> so carol kane actually a uh, mrs sherwood actually gives fern liz's homework um to take her you know to take home that day because that's what courtney said she wanted at pretending to be liz's mother and so while they're trying to put set this scene up in liz's room fern happens upon them yeah, they realize that like Courtney was supposed to go get her schoolwork, but Courtney was late. So um, Fern got it. So they realize, oh, crap, Fern's got it. We've got to get Liz back into bed before Fern gets to the house. And, she- and then like they end up, they're still there trying to set up the scene when Fern like comes upstairs and creeps up and listens in, in on them. Right at the time where Julie, um, when she was playing with a birthday card that um, they record, you could record a message on it. And it goes, what are you doing to me? Mm-hmm. It was Liz's voice. Saying, it was perfect timing. What are you doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> Which Courtney grabs from her and um, says, Oh, get over it. I killed her. Get over it. Yeah. Cause Oh, I killed Liz. I killed the team dream. Get over it. (laughs) So Fern catches them and Courtney and Foxy corner her and Courtney makes a very, she makes a deal with the devil basically that Courtney will make her popular if she keeps their little secrets. Which they do this very stylistic. I mean, and this movie has some very stylistic cutaway scenes where, you know, they're showing the, Fern's transformation in conjunction with the mortician preparing Liz's body. I mean, it's very, I don't yeah. know, 90s stylistic, I guess I would say. it's. <laughs> I'm not digging it. It's how they conveyed, like, a metaphor in the 90s. Yes. You know, like, they were a little clumsy and heavy-handed very in heavy-handed. the 90s. Subtlety was not in their lexicon <laughs> at all. No. Um... So they find out that, you know, the school finds out Mr. and Mrs. Purr find their daughter in bed, which who misses your daughter's birthday? I mean, who goes away on a vacation, doesn't take your daughter and comes home after her birthday? I'm just, as a side note, you know, rich people, whatever. Anyway, they find her body (laughs) and the school knows the next day that, hey, the cops know, everyone knows. And that's when Detective Cruz comes in to start asking her questions. Meanwhile... Fern's being introduced as a new student named Violet because Rose is just too, definitely have to go with a flower name because she was Fern, but Rose is too obvious, which I love that (laughs) considering Courtney's real name is Rose. Yeah. And um, she's becoming more and more like Courtney and Foxy. And they kick out Julie like the same day. Like I, they made this big metaphor of of uh, Violet taking Liz's place, and then they kick out Julie. Like they can't have that many argue people that. in the black. I don't think they kicked her out as much as Julie took herself out of it because she was so disgusted by them. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say, because, I mean, even Rose, uh, Rose, she, Courtney even threatens her, don't say anything, you bitch, I'll tear you apart. And she just, she doesn't want to be a part of them anymore. She even sits with other people at lunch. I think she distances herself. And she actually tries to reconnect with people like Zach, her new boyfriend, like a drama guy. Uh, yeah. I think she... I, I think it's kind of a transformation for Julie too. Like her best friend is gone. And that's really the only reason she was part of that group. She wasn't close. Yeah. with Cor She hated Courtney. Wasn't close with Foxy. And now she's like kind of on the outside looking in like, wow, we suck. I should make it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. I can see that. I just kind of thought when they were like, Oh, look who she's sitting with. They were like, um, that they, I just kind of assumed they had, like I just thought they had kicked her out. I don't know why I assumed that. No, I understand. Yeah, I get that. I just I I guess I looked at it a different way. So no, I think you're right. I it it fits with her character making amends, which I did mm -hmm. get. So yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, Courtney's weird with her boyfriend. Oh God, she's so Courtney's so. That's not even her boyfriend. I mean, it's one of the guys she sees. It's not even just her boyfriend. I mean. Oh, it's just a guy she Well, dates. yeah, they even mentioned you at least have to have one guy. You should have multiple guys, you know? It's like, okay. Oh, I didn't I mean, realize. Very, I just thought that was her boyfriend. I didn't really pay attention to that. Oh, it yeah. Is, no. I just... <laughs> but, yeah. Sure. I feel like it I just, uh, I wrote down the quote, suck on my big stick. I said I was into a little kink. I love Courtney's <laughs> oh my god but seriously like you don't think rose mcgowan is like hammy and ridiculous in this role i think it called for it i think she was made for this fucking role though like i think courtney was out of all the things i've seen rose mcgowan in this was the role that was meant for her like this is more her i think than what was actually probably <laughs> okay so if this is like her best role then i have to evaluate her as an artist with this role and i have to say i don't think she's that good of an actress <sighs> probably not probably not i mean she doesn't work a whole lot anymore at all um i did kind of like her in um i'm sorry uh planet terror death proof no death yeah proof. she was good in death proof I mean, she wasn't in it a lot, but I believed her as the drunk girl. I guess I just think of this one. I mean, this one just screams like this is how I see her actually being. And except I, I, I have a feeling that she was having a lot of fun with this. Oh role. yeah, and she originally wanted to play. Um, she wanted to. She wanted to play Courtney, Violette, and Fern. She wanted to play all three. Oh. Um, and luckily, oh. the director said no shot that down. <laughs> that's pretty funny um all three of them at the same time but like the tattoo is hers the um the we don't eat at lunch because people watch us that is actually rose mcgowan because um there's even footnotes of uh julie ben saying they would go to lunch together and rose mcgowan wouldn't eat because she wants paparazzi to see her i mean like there's like the more you get of like the bits and pieces of rose mcgowan it kind of suits you know it fits courtney so, I mean, it just uh -huh. kind of, um, I don't know why this just, when I really think of her, I think of this, this role for some reason for her. So, <laughs> and I could totally see her being that kinky too. I mean, she did date Marilyn Manson. Let's, let's, you know, be honest. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> they were engaged, weren't they? Um, I, they were. I believe they were. 
Is he still married to Dita Von oh, Teese, or did they finally divorce? They've been divorced for okay. a while, I believe. Yeah. Good. Um. Anyway, I'm oh, sorry. We should get back to the movie. <laughs> so sorry. I'm, I'm just, getting off on a tangent uh, too, but no, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, there's not a whole lot more to the movie. I mean, it is what it is, but suck on my big stick. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so stupid. It is. <laughs> and, and okay, so Pam Greer interrogates the girls mm-hmm. next. Um, I love this how like Violet, she insists her name yes. is. She talks about Liz in this obsessive, gushing, I love she her totally voice. I had a crush on her. Even from the oh, beginning. Oh my God. Liz, you just crushed. Yeah. She's the cat's meow. I mean, even from the very beginning, you could tell she had a crush on her. I know. <laughs> It's cute. It it's very cute. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and then and then you get Courtney who talks about Liz as if she's like this, like dark lady of the she night. She talks like Liz, like it's herself. Totally. Yeah. Herself. I mean, she even talks about how she pick up guys at a bar. I mean, that's the only the bar she went to. I, yeah. 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 I mean, I sense a lot of jealousy from Courtney. And mm-hmm. also almost makes me think like she's not. I mean, she's definitely not sad. Liz is dead because she's like the queen no. of the group now and the queen of the school. Right. I just, uh, I almost question like, did she do it on purpose? Was she hoping that she, something bad would happen? I mean, like a little, a little um, voice inside in the back of your mind be like, did she do it on purpose to try to kill her, or was it just a happy coincidence? Hmm. I know that was weird. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I kill you, I do it a little bit more subtly. But I'm just saying. Oh, thank well, you. I, yeah, I would appreciate I it if you didn't, if you wouldn't hit me with your car. Well, yeah, I think you deserve subtlety. I mean, we've been friends long enough that you have earned subtlety. So, thank oh. you. And I would hope that you would at least not kill me the same way you kill your serial killer victim. I won't. Don't worry. I'll never like, disclose how I do that. Thank you. So, thank you i i really appreciate that <laughs> so i think if i remember correctly you're gonna even though i just watched this again and i fucking own this movie it's actually right next to me uh-huh. detective cruz actually closes the case because they got um the stranger they got marilyn manson they think that he raped her and killed her they got yeah. him in custody so they were pretty much closed the case and there's nothing that Julie and now so Foxy and not Foxy I'm so sorry Violet's gotten overly popular like overly popular where Courtney has to shut that shit down uh-huh. so she's like lead star of the drama club head cheerleader she she was given a Mercedes convertible I don't I think she was given for that your ass is too fine for not le- having leather on it I don't remember what he says or something like that yeah, like, where does that car- convertible come like he from? He just gives it to her. I'm like, who the fuck does that? Anyway. So because she gets overly popular and starts, dis- you know, not respecting her queen. Yes. Courtney papers the fucking school with pictures of Fern as Fern. And um, basically outing her that Violet, Violet is Fern. So Julie comforts Fern. Do we call her Fern or is she Violet now? Is she Fern again? <laughs> I guess she's. I don't know. I think she's still Violet, isn't she? Or is she I back, she's to, back to Fern? Fern with the blonde hair, yeah, she's though. Fern again. 
We haven't been you you didn't mention Julie and Zach. Oh yeah. They, they hang out. Julie spills her guts about what happened to Zach. I couldn't stop staring at their little hair wispies, the nineties <laughs> hair wispies. Yes. That like there's always wind blowing around little wispies. Their their little ponytails are never completely straight and and uh and fine, but they're always artfully tousled. Well, that's why Courtney encourages Violette to go after the, the school play because Zach is like drama king. And she's trying to get right. her to steal Zach away from Julie to crush Julie and her spirits. Right. But, but Zach wants nothing to do with Violette. No. <laughs> uh, so then Julie and Zach are looking for evidence, uh, but they don't find anything. <laughs> but they still decide that they've got to go. Um, to like the police and then uh let's see well and then after this is and then after that that's when fern goes to the school and they the posters are plastered everywhere who is violet and uh julie and zach find her and julie comforts her like you said and then like everybody goes to prom well yeah like julie's kind of given up because like there's no evidence there's nothing we can do and she's sitting in bed on prom nights while everyone else is getting ready. And her mom comes in with a box from Mrs. Purr saying, hey, these are Liz's things that she thought you might want to have them. And she opens up that birthday card that recorded voices. And stupid fucking Courtney apparently recorded herself saying, I did it. I killed I killed Liz. I killed the teen dream. Get over it. Inspiration <laughs> strikes. And the th- her, Zach, and Fern all go to prom to bust her ass wide open. Which... Yep, they hook the card up to the stereo speaker system so it would play when Courtney accepts her award for prom queen. And, and as she tries to give her acceptance speech instead. Yeah, and they play it over and over again. <laughs> yep. um, and then, of course, the school, they loved Liz, so they totally revolt on her. And throw their corsages, which, okay, all right, let's throw our corsages and not pig's blood. I mean, come on, <laughs> I don't have pig's blood, but whatever. You know what do I know? Maybe pig's blood was expensive in the nineties. It could have been. Just saying. Well, they mentioned that at one point. They're in the cool, dr- the the cool. They're in the car driving to prom in the convertible. Mm-hmm. What? Which one of them says, like, what, are we going to go get pig's, pig's Fern, blood next? I think, said that, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it's Fern, okay. <laughs> yeah, so they end with Courtney um, being horrified and running out of prom. It, it doesn't say if she's, like, arrested. I'm assuming she does. It's so funny because Julie takes Polaroids of her. Well, that part's not funny. Of her with her makeup streaming down her face. Okay, it's kind of funny. <laughs> But they end up in the yearbook, and it's like, isn't she, like, a convicted criminal by now? Like, why are you putting pictures of her with makeup streaming down her face after being humiliated for killing Liz in the yearbook? Because that was the most memorable moment of 1999, apparently. I mean, (laughs) I guess. It could have been her mugshot. That would have been better. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious if there was just like one page in the yearbook that was just like all the kids' mud mug shots. Like any kid who had a had ever been arrested, they got their mug shot in the book. Oh my god, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. terrible. 
Then technically it was accidental death, but then once she staged the scene, it became tampering with evidence and and abuse of a corpse. Yes, and... yes, lots. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So I would have think she got arrested, but I don't fucking know. I don't know. It was a movie, so I guess we can't really say. You know, it's just a movie. It's movie magic. We have no idea what happened to her because who knows? Love it. <laughs> Yep. All right. And this is high school. What even is a friend? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, I guess. I don't know. I thought uh, high school f- friends were very important when I was in high school. <laughs> Should we do some trivia, do you think? Yeah, let's let's get into some trivia. Come on, girl. Get it. Get it. Yeah. I was reading one piece to, to chaos before we started um, recording and that um, Judy Greer met Pam Greer on set for the first time. She's like, we have the same last name. Pam Greer looks her up and down and says, don't think we're related. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, I know when they were, they were taking the um, Liz upstairs, they drop her on the film. Yeah, that really happened. They dropped Charlotte. Oh, and luckily she was, um, she was, she was okay with it but yeah they really dropped her they left it in the scene so wow glad she was all right yeah yeah it was great i know judy greer said that no one paid attention to her as fran in the fran outfit but as soon as she Uh was in the violet violet outfit i can't stand how they spell violet but whatever (laughs) as soon as she was in the violet outfit like crew would pay attention to her yeah seriously oh my gosh (laughs) that's so messed up yeah Yeah, that's pretty great (laughs) oh this scene i know the prom scene so you know how courtney has all that like silver wrappings around here she looks almost like bride of frankenstein in the prom scene do you know what i'm talking about yes i do yes i do so apparently rose mcgowan is very competitive and um when Rebecca Gayhart got her hair done for the prom scene with all the flowers and everything, she went back to Rose McGowan went back to hair and makeup and demanded a better hairdress style to one up from Rebecca Gayhart. And that's what they came up with. Wow. She really looks like Brad of Frankenstein. That looks horrible. <laughs> and then what was the last tone? I already talked about the Carrie connection. So all the members of the family were, the Purr family were Carrie or Carrie too, because Charlotte's was in Carrie too. And then yeah, Tommy and PJ Souls. And then, yeah, that's all I have for trivia. Do you have anything? No. Nothing? Aww. I kind of forgot to look it up. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah? Um, have You've had a jawbreaker, right? Have they yeah. ever been that fucking big? Have you ever seen a med yeah. Heels, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I always thought they were like the size of like um you know those like little super bounce balls or like the size of a quarter, I guess I would say. I've seen those, but no, a true jaw breaker is that big thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. All right. Yeah, those you had to get at the candy store. True jaw breakers. I've never seen one. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. All right, cool. Um, well, I guess we should rate them. Are you ready to rate? 
I guess so. I want yeah. to talk a little bit more about the subtext of the movie. What What would you like to say about the subtext of the um, movie? Would you like to talk about how awesome the Donnas are? Oh, God, also? I love the Donnas. That's why the soundtrack is so fucking awesome. I know. The Donnas are so great. I love them. Yeah, it had an awesome soundtrack. And I love that the Donnas, you know, play themselves. I always love that. Yeah. Like those teen movies where they actually have a really kick ass band as the prom band. I do love that. I know. <laughs> And you're like, all right, yeah, I'll listen to this song, even though I know that this would never happen in real life. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, do we? But I'll just pretend it could, because I really like this band. I'm trying to remember prom. You didn't go to prom, right? I did not go I to prom. I think we had a DJ. We never had a band. And they always sucked. As yeah. a DJ. That again, though, we didn't go to Beverly Hills High School, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a problem. We went to Midwest High. Midwest High in BFE America. We'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the suburbs of Cleveland. Um, yeah, so the Donnas were awesome. I guess that's something to talk a little bit about before we read. The Donnas were awesome. Um, I do, even though I hate the stylistic approach of it, and this. <laughs> I really thought they were trying too hard with that stylistic approach, especially like with yes. the oh my God. everything else. It's like, dude, you can take those parts out. It'd be a better movie. I do like, um, you know, the relationship to transformation between, you know, you've got um, Julie becoming more intro- insular, introverted and uh, Violette being more extroverted, you know, just almost taking places. Meanwhile, you've got poor Liz right. rotting in the ground. Poor Liz. She needed, she deserved to come up at the end with having her hand shoot out of her grave. That would have been fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Or like if they took her to like college with them, like in, as ashes, be like, oh, Liz is here at school with us. See? Yes. And they can take pictures of everywhere they yeah. go and their little college adventures with her ashes. And then they can take her to different classes, be like, Liz has got to go to math class with me today. We're fucking sick. She's got to get her education. <laughs> She's pursuing a pursuing a law degree. <laughs> she looked smart in that lawsuit. In that law, that law <laughs> lawyer. We made a little suit for the jar. Um, I also like you know I mean it was nineties and there was like um, granted they did make fun of it at the end so you know you can't really appreciate the the fun of the lesbianism at the end but it was very clear that um I thought anyway from Fern's side point that she she was very into Liz. <laughs> you know, that was like her high school crush. So. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I thought so too. For sure. I didn't like the end part with like, what did, I don't remember what they say. Like the cheerleaders that I was talking about that got the TV honorable mention, like, Oh, they're lesbians. Now the two of them. No. Fern's probably a lesbian, yeah. but Julie's not. And just because two girls right. go to prom together doesn't mean anything. And you should, you know, there's right. no reason to make fun of it. Even if they do go to prom together. I mean, come on. But um, I do like that there was the theme of it. So, I mean, we could have really done this for Pride a little bit, I think. If we knew it was horror. I know. <laughs> well, what did this movie, I've been gushing about this movie. What did this movie do you like? Other than uh, Rose McGowan's character, which you don't like. You think she's hammy. But what do you like? <laughs> um, I really like Julie's character. Uh, I like, I love Violet. She just cracks me up she's so i mean fern just like 
she really takes it and runs with it. I mean, like she really threatens Courtney because she, you know, uh, asserts her independence fairly early on and she just escalates and escalates and escalates and it's just ridiculous and courtney's like oh my god i've created a monster you know this could even be like a frankenstein kind of oh deal. yeah mm-hmm. definitely like she's dr frankenstein and violet is the monster that kind of works actually because the way they have violet in that chair transforming her like, you can almost imagine, mm-hmm. like, uh, electricity bolts going through her. And I did say that Courtney looked very bright at Frankenstein at the end, so I'm just saying. Yeah, she did. James. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we, we haven't rated yet, right? No, we need you to want to rate that. now? Yeah, let's rate it. Okay. Do you want to rate first, since it was your pick? Yeah, I can go first. Um... Oh my God, I've got news after this, but okay. Um, okay. I love this movie. I own this movie. I will watch this movie all the time. I, like, like I said, there's parts of it that I, um, the approach to it, um, some of the non-subtleties, I, just, I find eye-rolling. And I even found it eye-rolling in the 90s when I was a teenager, but um, I still enjoy this movie. So I'm going to yeah. give it like a 7.238. Oh my gosh, we are so close. Are we? Oh, good. I'm really surprised. Yeah, because I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Oh my God, I've got news um, after this, but okay. Yeah, like that was really my first thought. I This is one that I would just throw on anytime if if it was, you know, like I got bored and needed something to watch and knew it was still streaming. I'll probably watch this again. At least once before it goes off streaming. <laughs> um, well, it just started streaming, so it should be on there for a while, I would think. Yeah, I hope so, because uh, everybody should yeah. go watch it. You know, if, even if you haven't and you don't care about spoilers and you now know everything that happens in the movie, I'd still go watch it. It's worth it. Yeah, I think so. Um, Sorry, I got so excited before I rated because you know what? What? They just announced that there's going to be a Jawbreaker TV series, <gasps> and it's going to be directed by the same director, um, Darren. I can't think of his name. Darren Stein, mm. who did the movie. Nice. So that's very interesting. That is exciting. Yeah. And also another thing for Pride, he's a gay director. We totally could have used. Oh my gosh! Bummed at ourselves. I mean, the crap that we watched during Pride, and we could have watched this instead. Oh, stop <laughs> it! I know it's over with. Next I year. love what we. It'll be better next year. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, know what? I can't get next year. You can organize it. You can organize. No, it's yeah. No, no you. Get, mm-hmm. Since I, I did I such a bad job, death. you do it. You're no, now. I didn't say you did a bad job. I just can't get defecation out of my mind. It's like permanently ingrained it's in my mind. On you now. <laughs> All right, you want some fan fiction? Yes, you smarmy little brat. Yes, I do. Okay. There is none at fanfiction.net, but we do have some at Archive of Our Own. Remember, Archive of Our Own is a little bit more adult. Yeah. And it is a lot of fem slash. So it's um, mostly Courtney and Marcy, surprisingly. There are a couple Ferns, Liz's, which I would expect. Yeah. Um, none of them are necrophiliac, though, so don't worry about that. Oh, good. It's all before Liz dies. So, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. So, um, yeah, go to archiveofourown.org and check out the, there's only seven of them, but there are seven works 
for Jawbreaker. What so. What would you write a uh, fan fiction about this movie? I would totally, totally do a fan fiction um, with uh, Liz and um, Fern, and um, but I don't know yet. I'd have to think on that. Like mm-hmm. Liz lives somehow, and she's pretending to be dead the whole time, and she beats the shit out of Courtney for hurting Fern, and they run away into the sunset together. Ta-da. I like it. I don't know. What was yours? Um, mine was gonna be how Violet like didn't actually learn her lesson, and she immediately goes back out of control. But in order to try to like temper her impulses, she goes to find solace in jujitsu and learns. <laughs> how to just clobber the shit out of anyone who messes with her so then she goes back to visit courtney in jail and they start a relationship through the jail but then right and she's cheating on liz it's really sad that is sad yeah so then fern has like a really big decision like does she stay with uh with Liz, her her little love, who is pure of heart, or does she go back to her maniac, crazy girlfriend Courtney, who's like manic pixie well, dream girl, and up in prison? Courtney be in prison though, if Liz is still alive, because I don't think Courtney would be in prison. It was attempted murder, and then you know she would still uh, have okay. she would still have charges even if Liz turned out to be alive because she thought that Liz was dead when she took True, action. I think I think that's how that works. She did frame a guy. I mean, come on. Yeah, and she did frame a guy. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. So, <laughs> no, I frame guys every weekend. I don't know what oh. you're talking about. Like, I, I set them up for shit all weekend long, and then I just sit on Monday. I'm like, <laughs> and they get arrested. So, you know, that's my weekend fun. I don't oh. know what you're talking about. That's not illegal. It's not illegal as killing someone. <laughs> wow. Okay. We should pimp and go, right? Okay. Sure. Why not? Before we get arrested, <laughs> yeah, we probably We're setting guys up. Yeah, okay. we probably should do that. Okay, so uh, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidly Beautiful is your place for all things horror. We uh, they have interviews, news, reviews, and um, let's see, original fiction, original artwork. Um, head over to morbidlybeautiful.com. You will not be disappointed. You will be able to find, there's so much content by such good authors. It's just amazing. So go check it out. Um, We are hosted by anchor.fm because they're free. We are on social media as at podcast at night on Facebook, which with a Facebook group, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, We really appreciate reviews. If you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, please take a screenshot of it and send it to us at podcastatnight at gmail.com, and we will send you a free vinyl sticker for your trouble. That's a free vinyl sticker. Um, Otherwise, if you feel like supporting us or if you want to or if you just you know, want to check out our merch store, we have a merch store, and the link will be in the show notes. We have a Threadless store where you can get iPhone cases, bags, t-shirts, stickers, whatever you can think of almost, even baby onesies. So that's all from me. And I'll just say goodbye from chaos and stay bloodthirsty, friends. 
Good night from Carnage. And as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of bitchy cats. Ooh, meow. <laughs> I fucking love that. Did I invite you to my barbecue? Then why are you all up in my grill? <laughs> Worst fucking movie ever, but it's hysterical. What's that, Mean Girls that 3 or something? No, it's called The Click. It's like a junior high version of the Mean oh Girls. Oh my god. It's called The Click. It was on Netflix years ago, and I saw it, but I'll never forget that slam. Did I invite you to my barbecue? No. Then get off my grill. <laughs> Ooh, I get to say that tomorrow, except people will be like, yes, yes, you did invite me. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh. I Right. I gotta make a purple. We gotta go. I gotta make a purple. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.